Hello, Brenna. Hello, Maureen. What's shaking? I've just been playing Skyrim, like, nonstop. I just finished my rewatch of Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, nice. I did that a couple weeks ago with my sister. Now I'm uh, just watching Love It or List It while I'm supposed <laughs> to be drawing. Why not watch Love It or List It and draw? No, that's what I'm doing. Oh, I thought you said, well, I'm supposed to be drawing. Well, yeah, I try to do it while I draw, but yesterday I just laid down and watched it like a nub. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes it can be very engrossing. It can be. I just get really mad at these couples because... They don't know how good they got it? No, because they should move. Because Hillary, like, gives them a new couch and a new coat of paint, and they're like, "Ah, I didn't know my house could be this great. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, no, move. We talk about it all the time. We're like, we got excited once when they listed it up at our cabin when we watch it. Because that's like the only place we all watch it. Yeah, it's always like, well, we would love to keep living in our house. But it's uh, two hours away from both of our workplaces. And uh, there's no schools. And we're wanting to have children. And there's only one bedroom and no kitchen. And then, like, she will add, like, a beanbag chair. And they're like, oh, my God, it's perfect now. There was one where, like, three kids were sharing a room. Oh, my God. And so it was like, you have four kids and they each want their own bedroom. And in the end, they actually ended up taking away a bedroom and they still stayed. And I'm like, what are you people doing? The the wife is like, I like that everybody's so close together. And it's like, yeah, your four kids are under 10 now, but they're going to grow. And there's not going to physically be enough room for all of you on that couch. Yeah. And also they will hate it. Yes. They're gonna start to want some privacy. Oh and yeah, some of them are just like the kids are close. They're close this way. It's, it's like I don't want no, them to like, grow apart. Like, like physically, yeah, them. they're close, but they will hate each other. Me and my sister's relationship improved a hundred times over when she moved out. We shared a room for seventeen years, and as soon as she was out of the house, I was like, oh my god, I actually love her. As soon as we <laughs> wow, stopped sharing a room, like I was like, oh, wow, no, she's actually really cool. But but it took her physically getting out of my space. <laughs> Up until then, it, we, we were we were just enemies. We, we didn't hate oh, yeah, each other, was... but, like, we were not friends. <laughs> there was a period of my life that I didn't think I could actually, like, live with my sister. Like, I was still in high school or whatever, but I'm like, I can't live with this. Like, I can't live in this house. I'm going to go insane. Yeah. But now I live halfway across the country and everything's great. I think everyone goes through that where they're like, I don't think I want to live with you ever again. And it's either it's and you know what? Sometimes you end up you don't you don't want to live with them. But you still like them. And sometimes you don't like them. It's whatever. Siblings. It's whatever. Shall we shall we get going? Yeah. After our weird love it or list it talk on our cat podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Amber Hart. I'm Tangle Tongue. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that? So, we we kind of ended at a, a, a tense moment, I would say. Um, yeah. Our, we were we were on our romantic ghost road trip that was not going well in the romance part, like, at all, because no. we just were, we were not communicating well, and also Fireheart was wrong and making... Fireheart was just wrong, wrong, wrong. He was making the beautiful, wonderful, just, I would do anything for her, Sandstorm, feel less than. 
and she should never feel anything like that ever. Um, yeah, how and, dare he? <laughs> and then the river flooded, and now Sandstorm's gone. So I guess yeah, Sandstorm. I guess gone. we can just take out the romance part of this, and it's just a ghost road trip now. No, it's just a ghost road trip. Like I hope we find Sandstorm. I'm not saying maybe she's gone forever. I hope not. Because that would mean he'd have two ghost girlfriends, which I think is just, like... Maybe a little too much? A little too much. Like, he's already pushing it by having a girlfriend, boyfriend, and a ghost girlfriend. Like, that's already an issue. But at least Sandstorm, he was, like, with. Like, that's his wife now. So at least she dies as his wife. Yeah, but it's such a... It's a rough... It's a rough time. It's a weird... It's a weird spot for them to end on, you know? Yes, they were fighting. They, they were, were fighting, fighting and I'm be, not saying that'd be like a it, bummer. It's, it's yeah, it's it's not the greatest time to be swept away by a giant wave. Like I'm not saying there's a perfect time for that to happen. <laughs> but it's not a great time. It's probably it's probably on the bottom ten. Not the top ten, the bottom ten. Yeah, yeah. Ten worst times to get mm-hmm. swept away by a giant wave. What does he do? Does he just stand there in shock? Firestar's just like, well, that's that's my girlfriend. Bye. No, um, he's running up and down the bank shouting for her. Oh, so he's panicking. He's just Perfect. Yes, yes. And he finds no trace of her. Firestar has been so wrapped up in his quest for SkyClan that he had forgotten what he had owed Sandstorm. Your life? And if anything happened to her, it's his fault. Yeah. How could he have let her believe that he would rather have been with Spotted Leaf? It's Sandstorm he loves. For real, and he dude. he did anything to go back in time and send her over the river first. So it took her, you know, being gone to realize that, I guess. Okay, all right, Star- but, but let's, 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 let's reflect. Not saying Firestar's right at all in this situation. He's not. Um... But it also took Sandstorm almost falling off a cliff to realize that she didn't hate Fireheart way back when. Also, maybe this is uh, the these two are just over dramatic. They're over dramatic and perfect for each other. They both need to have a near death situation to realize and cherish each other. No, instead get therapy. No near death experiences. Get therapy. Any cat therapists? Cat therapists, please. But, um, no, I was going to say that Firestar doesn't fall in love with anybody until they die. You know, because, like, <laughs> it definitely didn't seem like there was anything before Spotted Leaf died, so. Ugh, I was ow. like, is she dead? I love her. <laughs> I love her so much now that I can't have her anymore in my arms. Ah, oh, dude, get well, your priorities straight. <laughs> It's getting dark. I s- you know what? Could... That same thing happened with Graystripe. As soon as he couldn't, like, be with him anymore and he had to go to a different thing, he was like, oh, he's dead to me, so I miss him so much. You gotta oh. value your friends while they're there. Please. Yeah. Well, it's getting dark and he could easily miss her, like, if he's looking. So he decides to settle underneath a boulder and exhaustion eventually drags him into sleep. Are you kidding me? He just panicked for 30 minutes and is now taking a nap? Get up. Wake up. It was too dark. It was too dark and he didn't want to, like, miss her. He's you know, a like, cat. When he right past her. They have yeah, pretty good dark vision. These cats are diurnal for some reason. Don't use big words. 
What does that it's mean? the opposite of nocturnal. They're awake during the day, like we are, oh, mostly. I didn't know that word. Cool. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, no. Mostly cats are, I think they're usually kind of more in between, where, you know, they're more active during, like, dawn and dusk. Yeah. Like geckos. But still. Like, you know, how my cat falls off the walls at this time of night, usually. All right. So Firestar wakes, and all that matters is finding Sandstorm, because he cannot go on without her. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. So Firestar keeps a close eye on the river as he retraces their steps, searching for any sign of her ginger fur. And it's dark again by the time he reaches the abandoned two-leg nest that Sandstorm had wanted to shelter in the night before. You know, that maybe if they would have stayed in, none of this would have happened. I hope she's in there and she's just like, I know she can't have her hand on her hips, but like, I want her to just be standing in there as Susie looks in the door and she's just like, look, it was perfectly fine. (laughs) Idiot. Well, hope flickers in his heart, but when he reaches the entrance, there's only a trace of their scent. It's faint and stale. It's from yesterday. And he calls out to her anyways but there's no response. Grief and fear overwhelms him, and he curls up to sleep on the floor. Again? You're just taking another nap? You No, it was a whole day. He spent the whole entire day searching. Okay, sorry. From dawn till dusk. It did not... Okay. I told you not a lot happens here. Okay. (laughs) I know, but it's like, okay. (laughs) He wakes and hears movement in the kitchen, and he rushes through the door and calls for Sandstorm. But guess what? It's a fox. Oh, oh, I didn't, I wasn't gonna, I thought, like, maybe it'd be, like, a, a, a very confused two-leg that's just, like, I, I got a cat? Like, I know it's an abandoned house, but. Well, Firestar runs, the fox doesn't chase him, so. Yeah, the fox whatever. was just as confused. <laughs> it's like, what? How did she this is my home. This is my house. The thunder path that they had crossed the other day was now underwater. So he trudges through marsh and mud to get where he could cross. A dog chases him and he gets away. And he catches his breath. And Firestar decides that if Sandstorm had managed to struggle free of the river, she may have tried to escape the flood. So he'll check some of the gardens. There's no sign of her. And he continues further from the river, but finds himself lost. He keeps taking wrong turns and coming across his own scent. But he can't seem to find his way back to the river. He's lost in the city. Good job, bud. He's too tired to go on, and he slinks into a garden and hides under a flower bush. When he wakes, there's a cat coming out of the two-legged nest into the garden. Yeah? Oh, and he laid down in a patch of sunlight, and his long white fur reminded Firestar of Cloudtail, who he really wishes was with him, because apparently Cloudtail's the best tracker in the clan. Well, Cloudtail's not here. You lost your friend, who probably would have been a better tracker than you. Also, I didn't know Cloudtail was such a good tracker. Also, ask, ask that cat, ask that cat if they've ever, if they've had any haunting dreams recently. <laughs> well, Firestar approaches this cat, and the cat is surprised to see him, but dips his head politely in greeting. Ugh, and Firestar introduces himself. Kitty pets are so polite. They're just like, oh, uh, so uh, uh, you look like a just absolute vagrant. What's up? <laughs> well, Firestar asks if the kitty pet has seen a ginger cat recently. She's beautiful, more beautiful than I deserve, um, stronger than me, uh, smarter than me, um, better than me in every way. And he's like, are you good? Well, the kitty pet says, I've seen you. 
he's like he's like i should have been more specific i should have been more specific like i am not looking for me the cat says he may have seen one five days ago but it could have been a tortoise shell story of firestar's life could have been a tortoise shell that's everyone (laughs) um you seem confused old man well, Firestar is like, fine, this isn't going anywhere. Okay, can you at least tell me how to get back to the river? And the kitty pet's like... A river? What river? I, <laughs> I was gonna be like, dude, you know how kitty pets are. They they don't leave their places. Well, Firestar decides to leave. Good, probably more productive. So Firestar searches another day and ends up exhausted. And he's in like an alley or something? I, I I couldn't exactly. He sure out definitely where he was. isn't a place. Let's just say an alley. Okay. So he's exhausted. He falls asleep. He hasn't like eaten this entire time that he's been looking for sandstorm. It's Idiot. been what like three days. He hasn't eaten at all. Tom. Firestar wakes up to voices. It's two cats: a black she cat and a brown tom. And the black cat tells him that he can't stay there. Two legs come in and out all the time. Firestar is too weak to argue and follows them. He wonders where they're taking him. Dude, why are you... Well, he's afraid of finding another blood clan. Because, you know, city cats. So why are you just following them? Like, you could just be like, He's exhausted and sad. Oh my god. Uh Uh-huh. But they bring him to a puddle to drink. Maybe they're not gonna kill him. He's like, alright, a puddle, a puddle. Okay, okay. And the black cat actually drops a sparrow at his paws. And Firestar stares at it. They're feeding him. And she asks if he's ever seen prey before. He's like, excuse me. Well, he thanks her and eats it quickly. And he introduces himself. And the she-cat says her name is Cora. And the brown tom is named Stick. So we yes! Cora and Stick. My name's Stick. Yes. Okay, you need to do Stick. You gotta give Stick an accent. I don't care what accent you give, but I want to talk. My name is Stick, and I'm a seed cat. Want me to do it a little southern? Here. Stick. The Firestar tells them that he's looking for another ginger cat and asks if they've seen her. We've seen you. Cora shakes her head. I'm... <laughs> he didn't ask no, that. Cora? He didn't ask that kitty about what his their name was. I, was it a boy or a girl? What? Oh, the other kitty pet was a boy. A big, fluffy white boy. But no, didn't ask his name. Rude. Well, Firestar, um, Cora shakes her head, but says that one of the others may have. And Firestar asks if they can take him to the others. But Cora tells him that there's no need. They'll turn up here sooner or later. Also, also really, really quick. uh, Anyone have any cryptic dreams recently? Anyone have some odd dreams of a forgotten past no dreams here curious does he ask no oh he should but he realizes that these cats seem nice but he's still a little apprehensive of other cats being like blood clan so he asks if stick and cora could introduce him to these other cats cora says he'd be fine on his own and stick adds that they don't hang around them, usually. That didn't work. <laughs> no, I loved it! Please, keep going! Alright, alright. 
Well, Firestar pleads with them. He needs to make sure that these cats talk to him. He needs to find his friend. Cora asks who he's looking for and why it's so important. His wife. <laughs> yeah. Well, Firestar, Firestar says it's because it's his fault she's lost and he can't go back home and leave her. She'll, he can't she'll give up come looking back for to her. life and kill me. Well, Cora tells him to keep his fur on. Also, his best friend, her best friend, like, has has a wife now, but I think he'll still kill me. <laughs> well, her voice is sharp, but her eyes are sympathetic, and she tells him that they'll stay, and Firestar thanks her. Stick and Cora settle down for a nap, and Firestar settles down and cleans himself because he's really, really gross. He hasn't cleaned himself in days since he'd just been wading through mud and, ugh, mm. in trash. Nasty man. Nasty, nasty man. The sun is going down and suddenly he sees movement. A cat comes from behind a tree and more follow. I'd like to think that they're, like, instead of Blood Clan and, like, slinking in, they're all just kind of like, you know, doing a, a jolly little jig and a dance and, and snapping in, t in, in time and rhythm with each other. Because these are, everybody wants to be a cat. Like, you know, just like in, in Aristocrats. Well, Cora waves her tail to Firestar and says she'll introduce him. There's a black tom named Cole. A white she-cat named Snowy. How do you spell Cole? K-O-A-L? Yes. Okay, like I, didn't, the... I didn't know if it was going to be like Cole, like the, uh, uh, the, the, you know, color or coal, like, the name people use. No, usually the rogues are all, like, kind of more natural stuff. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's one named Cora, so. Yeah, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> she, like, saw, there. It, it was, like, uh, the word coral, but, like, the sticker was ripped off or something. She's like, okay, I'll take that. Okay, I can read. Uh, they're, 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 uh. You know what? I'd say the rogues can do anything. They sure can read. Alright, yeah. No rules, just right. Rogues. They can read. And there's also a brown tabby with half his tail missing. And his name is Shorty. And he's saying how he saw a strange cat today. Shorty! <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, but yes, focusing, focusing. Firestar uh, is interested. Strange as in beautiful, irreplaceable love of my life, or scary and with teeth on their um on their collar also well, he says he's like some... let me look at your collars real quick and they're like we're not wearing them he's like okay good well he says some two leg kits grabbed her he went and saved her claws sheathed of course because you, you can't you know hit kids Wait, so two-leg kits were like, we're gonna beat them up? Man, these kitty pet kits No, suck. they grabbed her. They just tried oh, to pick her up. children. Children. I thought two-leg kits meant baby cats. Like, no. I, I forgot. Children. <laughs> I forgot. Christ. I forgot. This is a world where kids could exist. I thought, like, you know, it's kind of like the old, um old cartoons where, like, the parents are just like, and they, they can't see their heads ever. <laughs> anyway so kids grabbed her he went and saved her claw sheathed um he just distracted them so the ginger cat could escape ginger firestar exclaimed ginger like i can imagine he just says it so dramatically and they're like 
Was that the secret word? Like, are, did we win a prize? <laughs> so Snowy asks why Shorty didn't bring her to meet them. And he says yeah. there was no time. She jumped over the fence as if she'd sprouted wings. He'd never seen a cat move so fast. Uh, she's like, I'm so freaked out. This all sucks so hard. I want to go home. And Firestar tells Stick that he's got to talk to that cat. <laughs> so Stick brings Firestar over to the three cats and it... Cora introduces him, Snowy, Cole, Shorty. Snowy asks if he's here to stay. Firestar says he's just passing through. With that, he was with another cat, and they were separated in a storm. And that he heard what Shorty was saying about the ginger cat, and he thinks it may be his friend. So Shorty sniffs Firestar. And he says she could be, because she smelled similar, like trees and leaves and river water. Firestar's heart is pounding painfully. And he asked if Shorty can show him where he met her. Shorty's like, yeah, sure. But Cora gets in between them and says, not tonight. Why not tonight? What is happening tonight? Well, Firestar is about to protest, but Cora interrupts him. Look at you, she says. A puff of wind could blow you over. She says that he needs a good night's rest and food before he can go anywhere. Okay. Firestar argues that Sandstorm could leave. And he doesn't say it, but he's also afraid Shorty would leave and he'd never see him again. Cora says she won't go anywhere at night in a strange place unless she's flea-brained. And she tells Shorty that if he takes Firestar with him, she'll claw off the rest of his tail. Shorty shrugs. Can't argue with that. And he tells Firestar not to worry. He'll take him tomorrow. You guys make a good point. Thank you for being yeah. so aggressively caring. They're very nice. They're the very nice cats that he's met. Definitely not Blood Clan. Yeah, so far. Firestar wakes to sunlight. And Shorty wasn't there. Oh my god, my nightmare's coming true. <laughs> Stick says he'll be back sooner or later. Sorry. Stick says he'll be back sooner or later. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Firestar is so exhausted, so he sleeps again. And he wakes up to find Shorty staring at him. <laughs> He's like, hey, I'm, I can't, I made back, but then you were, like, asleep, so what's, what's happening? Well, yeah, Firestar scrambles up and asks why you didn't wake him. And Shorty says not to worry. They have plenty of time. <sighs> For, and we don't, though. And they're like, okay, ooh, chill, man. Well, Cora tells him to come back if they don't find his friend. They'll ask around and see if they can find anything else. Firestar says he will and thanks her. Shorty leads him to a two-leg garden. Night has fallen. And he tells Firestar that this is the place where the kids caught her. Okay. Okay. Firestar sniffs around. The scent is faint and growing stale, but it's unmistakably sandstorm. Yes, that's my wife's stink. <laughs> he asks Shorty which way she went, and he points to the next garden. Firestar races to it, and Shorty keeps pace. Firestar tells him he doesn't have to come, but Shorty says he'll tag along if he doesn't mind. Snowy is bound to ask him if they found his friend. And Firestar is surprised that the rogues are being so helpful. In the next garden, he loses her scent. Oh. Shorty says they should follow the fence. They could pick up the spot where she left. Firestar says it's a good idea, but he finds no other trace of Sandstorm. And he wishes Cloudtail was with him, since he's the best tracker in ThunderClan. Again, longing for Cloudtail. Always longing for Cloudtail. Aren't we all wishes or always wish longing fishes. for Cloudtail? Not really, I keep forgetting his name. I know. He looks up to the sky and prays for Star Clan to help him. 
and as he's looking up, he spots a small tuft of ginger fur snagged on top of the fence. This is where she crossed. He calls for Shorty to follow. Shorty looks uneasy. He says there's a kitty pet over there. She's a good fighter and very short-tempered. <laughs> what? Firestar promises him he can handle it. He's like, okay, I mean, you can. I don't know. I can. He climbs on the fence and calls Sandstorm's name softly into the garden. Sandstorm. There's no reply. So he hops down. He's lost her scent again. So he calls her name. A snarl comes from behind him. Oh, no. And a tortoiseshell kitty pet asks what he's doing in her garden. He tells her to keep her fur on. He's only... But she leaps on him. Oh. <laughs> Firestar calls out for Shorty. He can't throw her off. He's still too weak. Shorty! He's like, I've already lost a chunk of my tail. You're on your own, my dude. Trespasser, she hisses in his ear. <laughs> Firestar is struggling to bring his head to her neck. From somewhere close by... He hears a furious yowl of another cat. The tortoiseshell's weight vanishes. Firestar lays limp, thankful Shorty had come to rescue him. Then he looks up and scrambled to his paws in amazement. It's Sandstorm! I knew it. She found another, uh, uh, like, just absolutely tough-as-nails lady and befriended her immediately, didn't she? No, she chases the kitty pet off easily and it oh. flees back into his next. <laughs> Sandstorm, he pants. Her sides are heaving. Blood is welling from the scratches in her shoulder. Oh. Think yourself lucky I turned up in time to save your pelt, she hisses at him. <sighs> I didn't ask you to, Firestar says. I could have taken care of myself. No, no, okay, no, 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 no. That's not what we say. What we say right now is, Sandstorm, I love you, I miss you so much, and yes, I would have died without you. Sandstorm's lip curls disbelievingly. Yeah. Oh, sure. <laughs> Firestar stares at her. This isn't how he imagined their reunion. Yeah, like, you literally just spent the past two days, like, three. the past three days absolutely useless. Like, absolutely, like unequivocally like app like you did nothing you achieved nothing you could barely get by you barely ate you didn't eat and uh, uh, and then as soon as you see her you insult her oh my gosh just an absolute idiot doesn't deserve her i don't know how he's gonna fix this i don't know if he deserves to fix this listen he starts Shorty interrupts and asks if everything is okay. Shorty! Hey! You found her! Shorty! No, I found him, Sandstorm uh, growled. She's and right. she sounded as if she wished she hadn't. <laughs> she tells Firestar that she's surprised he even bothered to look for her. And her eyes are glittering with hostility. After all, she continued, what's one clanmate compared to all the nameless cats depending on him who knows where? Why didn't he go on looking for them instead? Firestar is too worn out to fight. Uh, no, no, you don't get to be too tired to have this conversation. You need to tell her right now how much you care about her, how much you need her, and I don't want to hear any more excuses, young man. Apologize. He goes over now. to her. 
drinking in her warm, familiar scent. Oh my god, it's all that smell for you. I would have searched for you forever, he murmurs. <clears throat> I would never have gone out without you. Sandstorm gazes at him for a long moment, and she tells him that she meant it when she said she wanted to come on this journey, but she wants to share his mission. She wants to understand why he needs to find this clan, and she wants to play an equal part in finding them. Firestar says, but StarClan only sent the dream to him. And Sandstorm tells him, that's not true. What about Smudge? They must be desperate if they're talking to a kitty pet. <laughs> that, that's what I said! And surely, two cats must be better than one. Firestar rests his muzzle against hers, and he now knows he could never complete his journey without her by his side. Shorty says, um, excuse me for interrupting, but uh, are you going to stay down there all night? They just Way might, folks. Ruin the moment. And before they uh, go on, we should take our moment to talk about today's cat fact. Yes, please. All right. So today's cat fact, we are going to talk about a cat composer. That's right, folks. Uh, so in 1996, the Jewish composer, uh, I looked up how to say this, but uh, Moshe... Cotel or Morris Cotel recorded. So Moshe Cotel, he had a cat named Ketzel, uh, who was three years old in 1996. Ketzel jumped onto his keyboard, and Cotel decided to take that noise that his cat made, transcribe it, uh, the different the pattern that he made, and then submit it to the Paris New Music Review's one-minute competition for uh, musical pieces under 60 seconds, and it won an honorable mention. Yes. We're now going to take 21 seconds to listen to this beautiful piece of music. Silence, everybody. And that was it. That was a delight. <laughs> so that's Ketzel the Cat, and uh, he was a composer. He is still credited on that piece of music. It's 21 seconds. Uh, you can learn it. <laughs> um, is it on Spotify? Solid question. Uh, l- l- look it up right now. <laughs> you didn't check. I, I I was excited that I was even able to find it on um, uh, YouTube. Um, fair, fair, fair. Let me look up, because uh, it's probably under... I want his whole... I want his whole album. When's he going to drop his first album? Well, there is also, like, a a, a child children's book called Kotzel, the, the the cat who composed. Um, oh, that's so precious. Yeah. So it, you can you can listen to that on YouTube for free um, or look it up. Uh, but I have... I, I don't seem... I cannot seem to find it. That's okay. Oh wait, wait. It it is on. <laughs> so yes. Look look up. Um, please look up the uh. So the it the thing it was submitted to is called "Don't Panic: Sixty Seconds for Piano." 
that was the uh, uh, competition it was part of. Um, or no. Oh, that's such a delightful little... I love that part. Well, it looks like... Or rather, this folk... I'm not 100% sure if this is the competition it was submitted to, but it might have just been what they recorded afterwards of the pieces submitted. I wasn't able to find like a lot of info outside of like this song and the story behind it. It is beautiful. Yeah. So, yeah. Go listen to music uh, made by a cat. Love it. All right. So, back to this uh, beautiful moment interrupted by a wonderful cat. Yep. Well, Firestar apologizes and hops up on the fence next to him. And he asks Shorty if he can show them the way out of here. And Sandstorm adds that they need to get back to the river. Shorty says, no problem. Follow me. And he leads them to the river. He doesn't even want to mention the thing to these folks that could possibly be descendants of this lost clan. Like, he doesn't even want to, like, suggest it. No. I'm just saying. We're not there yet. I know, but if you're all, like, on a never-ending journey, I feel like you'd be, like, interviewing every single cat you meet along the way. Just in case. They were told to follow the river to its source. So that's what they're doing first. (sighs) Okay, fine. We'll go by instructions. Firestar thanks Shorty. He never would have found Sandstorm if not for his help. And Sandstorm thanks him for scaring off the kids. Yeah. And Shorty tells them good luck. Because he reckons they're up to something where they may need a little luck. (laughs) You have no idea. We've already messed this up amazingly so. And Shorty says that he hopes they may see them again someday. And Firestar says that he hopes so too. And Shorty watches as Firestar and Sandstorm pad side by side to the river. It's a cute moment. All right. It's a pretty cute moment. Some wholesome new friends. Uh, Apparently not all rogue cats are absolutely just irredeemably evil. So that's great to know. How many chapters do you think we've gotten through? Like, oh realistically it feels like one but i know based on this book it's like four what what's the answer we are about to start chapter 14 how are we halfway through this book we we are not we are not this book has um longer is longer how many chapters than does it have? a normal book um one second usually it's i have the books behind me but i had this one out because i was reading it we have in this book we have 36 chapters so i guess it's not that much so six longer extra so we're almost more. halfway yeah but yeah we've gotten through a lot more chapters than we usually do wow that's <laughs> because th- that just shows you how much hasn't happened <laughs> <laughs> and it's really like like the first few chapters of the book we got through pretty slowly but yeah i mean we're all about concision here yeah. I just wanted to see what you thought. Because, yes, we're about to start chapter 14. So, wait, how many did we get through just in this episode? In this episode? Yeah, because oh. that's what I was guessing. No, I meant in total. Oh, yeah, no, um, I was guessing how many we got through in the episode so far. We've gotten through, we've gotten through uh, two so far. Oh, Okay. I mean, I guess that's pretty on par, but there's some other ones before this that went pretty fast. So I was right in the middle. Right. So they traveled through the night, leaving the familiar stretch of river with the two-leg place behind. Firestar feels no need to talk. It was enough to have Sandstorm beside him again. 
I think the only words coming out of your mouth should be compliments to her. Compliments and apologies for Yo. being a tool. As dawn broke, Firestar suggested they eat, then they could rest. What? Sandstorm looked shocked. Eat? Rest? Is he mouse-brained? They should keep going. Firestar stares. If... If that's what... If that's what you want... I mean... It's a good idea. Sandstorm laughs. No, you daft furball. I'm joking. <laughs> oh. Oh, she is? Okay. I guess. I don't... Not very funny, Sandstorm, I didn't, but I appreciate it. I you. didn't get it. I'm sorry. They share a vault... Because I guess that's what he was like before. He was like, nah, we're gonna keep going. Meh. Oh. He was just, she was just making fun of him. <laughs> good one, Remember? Sandstorm. That's how she got washed away by a river, because he wouldn't stop and rest. Haha, <laughs> remember how I almost died? <laughs> I don't really get your sense of humor, but I value you so much, Sandstorm. Like, we, you you are so funny and smart and intelligent. <laughs> they share a bowl and curl up to sleep in a soft patch of moss. Firestar is standing at the riverbank. Cats are around him, some at the river's edge. Others are laying around exhausted. A kit asks how much further... Another adds that her paws are sore, and their mother gives them each a comforting lick and tells them that it won't be far, then they'll find a new home. The she-kit says that she doesn't want a new home. She wants to go back to their camp. And her mother tells her that that camp is gone. Two lakes have destroyed it, but they'll find a better one, she'll see. And our good friend Ghost Star is standing on the brink of the river. There he is, that mysterious stranger. Is this the right way? He meowed quietly. Fawnstep tells him that he's their leader. He'll have to decide. Starkland has given her no signs since they left the forest. Ghost Star growls. Starkland doesn't care about us. If they did, they wouldn't have let the other clans drive them out of the forest. All they can do is keep going until they find a place to live. Movement catches Firestar's eye. A kit is staring straight at him. Oh. Firestar waits for him to raise an alarm, but instead the kit moves past him, fur almost touching. He never noticed Firestar. None of the cats could see him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how this, ghosts work, Firestar. Yeah, dude, this is a vision. I thought you... Haven't you? Yeah, I thought you got the hang of this. Because they haven't noticed him yet. So he goes among them, and he's horrified by how thin they were, their ribs visible through dull, ungroomed pelts. A black and white elder laid on his side, breath coming in short gasps. He says he can't go on any farther. They'll have to go without him. A ginger warrior growls. Rubbish. No cat is staying behind. The elder says they never should have left the forest. A brown tabby she-cat says that they'll find a good place to stay, I promise. Better than the one we left, the ginger warrior agrees. Without any clans to bother them. No more border raids, no more prey stealing, and no more two legs. The elder hisses. Buzzard Tail, there have always been five clans in the forest. Not anymore, says Buzzard Tail. Cause they kicked us out. Buzzard Tail also, I just, I didn't, I, I just need to acknowledge it's such a good name. It's so I told you, iconic. Clan has the best name. Buzzard Tail? Uh, you might as well be Buzzard named tail. the toughest guy in the world. Is good. The tabby tells the elder that they'll get him some food. 
Firestar watches them hunt. A squirrel is sitting on the tree above the riverbank, and the tabby she-cat gave an enormous leap and grabbed it in strong jaws. And Firestar is amazed. He'd never seen a cat jump so high. And he's surprised when Buzzard Tail doesn't congratulate her. But then he notices that they both have muscular legs. He notices <laughs> some nice muscled legs. He, he's Firestar. He can't not. <laughs> well, he thinks that maybe this is what sets Sky Clan apart. Just like River Clan cats swim and Wind Clan runs fast after rabbits. Sky Clan has and... really, really hot legs. Yeah. Yeah, they got really hot legs. No, I think it's that they can jump. Yeah, it's that they can jump really high. So they returned to their clan with their catch, and some other cats had caught some voles, but it still wasn't enough. The elders, mothers, and kits shared first, just as Firestar would expect from cats who followed the warrior code. And after they finish, the leader tells them it's time to move on. The clan rises. Buzzard Tail and the Tabby support the black and white elder, and as they limp past, Firestar realizes that he can see the river and grass through each pelt. Firestar wakes. I must help them, he murmurs aloud. Whatever happens, Sky Clan must be found. And I think that's where we'll stop for today. We gotta find those cats. Gotta find those cats. You are, I, 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 I like feel mean pointing it out, but dude, that is the past. So I don't know if you're gonna find those cats. Because no. they are def- definitely, definitely dead. Um, but yeah, just you'll find some cats. Maybe you'll find some cats. Maybe, maybe a cat. Maybe a maybe a cat. Maybe a cat. Yeah, just one cat, please. At least, just give us one. Please, just give us at least one cat. I'm nervous that since we're only on chapter fourteen or fifteen now, like. It's going to take us a minute to find this a uh, cat. Yeah, I think I think we'll probably find a cat next episode. Oh, I don't know if it's going to be the cat. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be a Sky Clan cat, but I think we'll find a cat. We already found so many a uh, cats this this episode. More a uh, cats yeah. than I expected. Yeah, we did find quite a few cats. A cat. A cat. A uh, 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 anyway, before we go, folks, <laughs> um, if you want to keep in touch with us, a great way to do that is to follow us on Twitter. We are on WC, WCWITCast on Twitter. And also, if you want to contact us, and a great way to do that is uh, if you're not on Twitter, you can always email us at WCWITCast at gmail.com. I've really been falling behind replying, but I, I, I'm still going. I'm still trying. <laughs> um, and also, it really helps us out if you would be so kind. If you want to. You don't have to, but it'd be awesome. If you want to leave a review uh, and uh, a comment on whatever uh, podcast platform you are listening on. Um, uh, you know, on Spotify, you can follow. On iTunes, uh, or on podcasts, I guess they call it now. Uh, they You can leave a review. And Apple Podcasts. Yeah, on Apple Podcasts and then on Stitcher, you can also leave uh, comments. So, yeah, that would be awesome. We really appreciate all the folks who have done so and anyone in the future yes, who will. Yes, thank you. Yeah, thanks so much. Um, yeah, I, I run the Twitter, so still no no spoilers, but... I have access to it. There are a little more it. because I'm... 
yes, Brenna has Twitter access. She can be there. So no spoilers. But, uh, yeah, I'm working from home and I get bored, so I go on our Twitter. Same. I'll be lurking there. Anyway. But, um, yeah, I think that's it. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Well, I'm Amber Hart. I'm Tangle Tongue. And this has been Warrior Cats. What is that? Mm-hmm.